0: Holmberg's morning sickness. Thank you, Alliance. Uh, the morning wake-up song is just gangbusters for the John Holmberg morning radio program on ninety-eight nine nine nine. The bot doesn't know. It just doesn't know. Uh, I like the thing that it's gone completely viral. I'm getting a bunch of emails on it and stuff. People sending me that deal in Columbus, Ohio, Brady, and you probably know the restaurant. Uh, was it? It's not Spinatos. It's it's a pizza place, Speranto's or something like that, or something near that, or. I don't know what oh, the, uh,
2: I don't know, but Cernado's. I think it's
0: Barino's. Barino's, I think yeah. that is it. But they have a sign in front of their restaurant that says now hiring non-stupid stupid people. Pe- which is the, a stupid way to say smart people, which is kind of funny that their sign's dumb. But isn't that the whole point of now hiring? If you hire stupid people, that's on you. As viral as it is, and the joke is funny and I get it, but now hiring implies that you're, there's going to be a quest and you're going to take the best of the best. You you asking dumb people to not come in makes me think you might be unable to tell. We need some non-stupids in here. Well, there's a word for that. It's called smart, and you guys are proving you're not. So I'm going to come in here and run roughshod over your business. So it's uh, the whole point of hiring is to not hire stupid people. If you've got too many stupid people, that's your fault. It's also called kdkb i think if you hire too many stupid people <laughs> yeah the thing's gone crazy viral I'm like this is the way we want the world to be isn't this awesome i'm like no i want people who hire to be more judgmental and less worried about the people coming in that are stupid i remember when i used to have to hire at tony romas that was the whole point i'm like i can't hire this idiot it, it, and that's restaurants and again this is a pizza restaurant so it reminded me of. it looks like a you're going to have dummies working in restaurants. You can't help it. D- dumb people can get that job. That's a, that's a job dummies can have. You know, waiter in a, in a restaurant that's, you know, just slinging pizza, you run the risk of having a dummy in there. It's your job to have a good dummy gauge. If you're running a, an accounting firm and stuff, the odds of a really dumb person coming in to apply is low. But there's no real qualifications for waiting tables that made it well you know i went to harvard and of course i got my bachelor's degree and i would love to sling pies it's not a thing
2: and you know what's funny is there's other businesses that have done that yeah it's just now catching attention well non-stupid
0: people i think me i think most people are missing the fact that the sign's dumb
2: and they also say they're you know the guy's like well kind of having fun with it
0: sure to say non-stupid people is to say that you're not really bright in your own right.
2: But I'm so. not going to lie to you. Some dumb people have walked by and they don't come in
0: to interview. <laughs> I don't know. How dumb? <laughs> what's your what's your threshold exactly. for dumb? And I'll tell you right now, if you've got bodies, that you you need warm bodies. A restaurant is the place that dumb people will end up and you'll take them.
2: Well, I'll tell you. It's the guy that was trying, coming in for an interview and he kept pulling on the door that was pushed to open. <laughs> right.
0: That's a big sign that a yeah. kid's not going to make it. <laughs> I, we had a... Uh, I may be still to this day the dumbest, not mentally challenged person I've ever dealt with at Tony Romus. That was a, he was a, God, I wish I could remember his name, Dylan. And there are people who worked with me at Tony Romus listening. Brett Kier, I know you remember Dylan. Dylan was a, a dishwasher and I got fed up with managing the bar. So I decided to leave for a while. And when I came back, I'm like, I just want a side job here while I'm in college. I'll do whatever. So I would get up early and prep food with Dylan. And I realized the first day Dylan might be the dumbest person that walked the earth. And I convinced him that in a – because he was fascinated by how hard it was to get into college. And I was in community college, and that was beyond his realm of – he had no concept of getting into one of those. That was – might as well – MCC.
1: Yeah, well, it was Anybody too hard. to get in that, there.
0: But he was so intimidated because he knew he was dumb. But, I mean, dumb dumb to a level you can't grasp dumb. Wow. And I convinced him at the school. He goes, one morning, and just for fun, he goes, man, you never go to the bathroom. You're always standing. You never go pee or anything. And I'm like, oh, no. like?" And I won't poop uh, ever again in my life. And because I said that, I realized, all right, let's see how far we can push, dummy. I convinced Dylan for weeks, by the way, that I had talked my body into relieving itself as only urine once a day. I've never pooped in my life. Like since since this course I took that taught me, and he goes, by the end of the week he's like, you got to teach me how to do this. This is amazing. You don't poop? No, I have not pooped since I just discovered this method. I'm like, and it's something I really don't want to share, but I I relieve myself, Dylan, through urine. All my feces comes out. Everything is is liquid. How? Like you? It's a. I don't know that you can understand my my process. And I saw his eyes light up, and I'm like, I can tell this idiot anything, and I did. He find the way. went
2: home trying to figure that out.
0: Uh, he, yes, he did. He went into the bathroom a few times trying to figure out. Because I'd tell him, like, you just have to squeeze so hard when you feel like you're, you have to let it almost come out and then fight it. And it will eventually find the route through your penis. <laughs> and he went to the bathroom a few times, came back bright red, a mess. Like, I don't know what you're doing, man. I don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, I don't, it's, you'll get it maybe someday. And he would ask Tony, the kitchen manager, You know that guy doesn't poof and he goes, He's messing with you, Dylan. I don't think so. I don't think he wanted to believe that. I'll tell you this. His his ceiling for life was dishwashing. The dude was a master. He was a rain man at the dishwasher. Unbelievable how fast he could do it. It was the only skill he had. Communication oh, and also selling Lots and lots of illicit street drugs to the staff at Tony Romus. He was really good at bringing a backpack full of meth. Found and, his skill. Yeah, a lot of the uh, a lot of the people there were. He was beyond weed. He was the guy that, because he was dumb enough to carry it everywhere he went. And that was when you know, okay, this guy doesn't have any concept of that being a problem. He thinks he can talk his way out of it. He was terrible. But restaurants have dumb people in them. You can't, I'm sure Porkopolis were like, this is a person that. Uh, this will always. This person will always wash dishes. That
2: particular position,
0: yeah, oh, dishwasher. dishwasher especially if they're incredible. Adults. Here's the two the, things that you know you're dumb. You speak English, and you're over 21, and you're washing dishes. There's a place it's, in— it's, uh, You're the dumbest person alive. If you can speak English, you should get a job better than dishwashing. The reason that most dishwashers in restaurants are 45-year-old Mexicans is because they got here yesterday. They can't really communicate yet. That's not their end goal. They're just hard workers. They're like, I'll take anything right now till I get my feet underneath me. Uh, oh, God forbid, white speaks English and is over twenty-one and washing dishes. Uh, you're going to get hit by a truck someday just wandering around on the freeway. There's
2: a place in uh, in UA, the chefinette. When I was in high school, there's a guy, one of my classmates who, uh, you know, he's a d- different dude. Boots Fergus was his name. 40 years later.
0: Still washing dishes. Boots, Ferguson, yeah. Chef Annette. Wow. Yeah. There's a ceiling for that. So you can't you can't dismiss dumb people from the restaurant world because there's positions to be filled.
1: Wasn't there that 89-year-old guy or something that worked at Burger King that <laughs> just retired from there and he started there when he was like 16 yeah. or something? Never advanced. Yeah. That story was like they tried to make that a feel-good story. Yeah. I'm like, this is the saddest
0: life anyone's ever led. The dude has done the same job. Without promotion once. He's like 99.
2: 56 like, managers. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> this is the best you can do. I'm telling you. You don't want to lose this job.
0: Yeah. They yeah, the fired another manager, sir. I'd like a shot at that position, please. Shut up. You can stand over there by the fryer, you <laughs> idiot. You're lucky to have this job. You've been doing this for 61 years. We we trust no one else with the fries. You have three kids. It was on the news. Can you believe it? 89 years old and stepping down with Burger King is letting him have a... And then he had to work 20 years past retirement because he worked at the fry counter the entire time. Man. Wendy's will never hire you. <laughs> Probably true. You don't burn a bridge Look, here. I'll tell you this. You're yelling at him like the dude had some sort of ambition to tell a boss, like, I'm thinking about leaving. This guy was locked down. I'm
2: saying he had to have. Nope. In the 56-year nope. run or if whatever it was. If you have
0: it, you'd have done it. If you had any ambition at all, you'd recognize 30 years into your run. I don't think I've got some, I don't, I don't, I don't think that dude knew the phrase upward mobility. I don't think he knew anything of, of the promotions. He was Dylan. People have told him, you know, that's not a real thing, promotions. What are you talking about? You used to work the counter. Oh, I wasn't promoted. I just got new clothes. Oh, if I get new clothes, sure. Go buy new clothes. <laughs> there are people dying for your job. Yeah. That dude was dumb. And he lived his life as a dummy. But everybody's, everybody's loving that thing. And I'm like, I hope that the manager of this pizza place did the dumb sign as the joke. But it didn't seem like it because I saw him interviewing. He said, I just want to make, the, you know, this is the way it needs to be. And I, I just thought it would be fun. And, but non-stupid people is a... It's like it's saying perfect, the word funner. Where,
2: That's more funner. Where it is. In Columbus, I just looked.
0: Oh, I was in a bad spot of Columbus. In Hilliards. Oh, it's where the it's hillbillies are. Yeah, yeah, it's where the dummies live.
2: That English is good.
0: Because clearly you come out of a place that was focused heavily on proper grammar and English. (laughs) 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 Because the other one, they speak dumb English over in Columbus. (laughs) Not like the educated folk of Upper Arlington. Really had it going. Yeah. Look, non-stupid people, you're a restaurant owner. Guess what? You're surrounded by them. That's the only thing you're going to get. The comings and the goings of the dum-dums, which I find fascinating, but... Again, it's on you. If you've got dumb people working for you, you can't sit at dinner with your friends and go, "All my employees are idiots." Well, that, mm, sounds like your hiring practice may have failed you. There's a lot of dumb people in the world. It's your job to sift through them. Well, the way it all works now, I got to have a tranny and an Asian and a Mexican <laughs> and a black, and I can't, I can't even interview them no more. Sure, you can. You don't have to do everything like that.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
0: Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, I have to say, um, this is, um, get, get your tinfoil hats on.
1: Oh,
0: no. Listen to this. Now, I have grown very fond of uh, these people that I'm about to talk about. Uh, it's Mike Fixler, Dr. Mike Fixler and his wife. Have been uh, a fortunate, unfortunate part of my life now for a while. They uh, were they're the they're the people who run happy endings pet euthanasia, and that started with seeing the truck on the road that said happy endings pet euthanasia. I made fun of it the next day, going, "Does it like that's hilarious Fancy. and also like maybe awful? Yeah, like I'm not sure, but it did grab my eye. And then he called and said, oh, "Do you want to talk to me?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got to talk to you. like what were you thinking?" And he goes, "I just wanted it to be." Something that makes you comfortable with the idea of it because it's such an... And it was just... He's a, he's a brilliantly It was nice everything
2: guy. we thought. They, they put yeah. your dog or pet down and then you get yeah. a happy ending. And then ending. you get a jerk off. Or there's the dog or <laughs> yeah. what, like, how, I, I how does it jerk. work?
0: And it was... You know, he's got a great sense of humor. He's a, he's a great guy. And unfortunately, and also fortunately, I have used his service a few times. And uh, what they do, I don't understand how anybody can do it and still have the compassion he has when he's come to my house several times, uh, cats, a few dogs, and it's, there's nothing more soothing than having that done in your home by somebody who actually does care. And, uh, I mean, his, they see it all day. That's their job. It's like this weird kind of, but it's a service that a special person does. So I get a text from him yesterday, and it says, John, I just want to let you know, a couple weeks ago, had a terrible scare. I'll paraphrase the email. He and his wife were at a parent-teacher conference. Alicia, and she uh, her heart stopped. Oh, just sitting there, oh, man. Zero health issues. Heart just stops, goes into cardiac arrest. Boom, right there. Parent-teacher conference. No signs, no nothing. Just boom on the floor, gone. Now, luckily, he's a doctor. Starts performing CPR. uh And I didn't know if they were real or not when I went to school, or still to. I, I was yesterday years old when I found out that the school nurses at the school they were at. We're EMT certified and and good, and the the good part is uh, after Dr. Fixler started the CPR, uh, the former EMTs rolled over and got her heart beating again after three defibrillations from the AED thing, which we have in our kitchen. We do, yeah. Right? So we've got it in our kitchen. You don't know how to use it. I don't know how to use it.
2: I can uh, figure it out within thirty seconds. <laughs> you,
0: you don't know how to use it. You're going to kill somebody. I've seen it. Daisy do it on an not, emergency we, when we, I was a kid. Sure, but w- we've all seen it done, and we know w- that we yell the word clear, but we don't know how or where this. St- I mean, the paddles go somewhere you in Plug it in. You could take a shot. There you go. You're already you've already lost <laughs> because I don't think you got to plug Hit, it in. Zap it. Hit the zapper <laughs> button. Zap. Yeah, it says zap. Pow, bam. <laughs> so any of these uh, EMTs were the school nurses. They got her heart beating again. After the defibrillator, uh, she's doing okay, but she's now got an internal defibrillator. Now, these people, I don't know how old they are. I'm guessing the Fixlers are uh, late 30s and 40s, I would assume. I don't know. He may be older than that. He looks great. Uh, It's the scariest time of our lives, but the nurses' names are Bobby Treadwell and Will Graham. And they've been honored by the Scottsdale Unified School District and now uh, Paradise Valley Town Council meeting. This was one of those, you know, DeMar Hamlin moments for real. Freak. Without a single incident occurring. Uh, and it said, I, I would love for you to, for, for our sake, to say uh, anything about them. Uh, I'm just so grateful that my wife is still part of the family. I mean, I can't grasp the idea of some, of just dropping dead, essentially, is what she did. Yeah, in the middle just of a stopped. Time, in the middle of a talk. And so I text back, like, I don't want to be a conspiracy lunatic. Yeah. Any health concerns, anything, any signs, any, you know, he's None. And I'm like, oh, and he goes, I got my tinfoil hat out, too. And he, and then he told me, he goes, you know, and like with my friend Colin who had a stroke, no signs of it. Normally you can see, like, you know, the doctor will tell you, you got this going, you got this going. You're headed directly down Stroke Avenue. May not happen, but you're definitely attempting it. Zero. I,
2: all I hear is the two friends of mine that are uh, convinced, it's just vaccine yeah and i'm telling yeah.
0: you and i'm not and saying now, just, ugh, i don't want to get know. into it because i don't want to believe that. right and again the demar hamlin thing now he's saying i won't answer the questions of what the doctors told me two interviews now demar what's hamlin, happening they, they've said like they've said what happened out there did the yeah. doctors explain it he won't answer it which adds to the curiosity i'm not one of those but i i can hold two thoughts in my brain at once that fight each other and i'm not i, I don't you don't have to be tribal but It is conceptual. Uh, Well, it's a possibility that the vaccine is affecting certain people certain ways and not affecting people at all in others. And I hope I'm one of those. But, you know, she had the Moderna shot and got it. And, you know, who knows? But you'll fire up an entire base of people by saying, hey, was it that? Of course it was. Nobody can have that middling thought of going, I wonder. And that's all I'm doing. I wonder. Is this something? Because it made me think. And I think a, a rational human being would sit back and go. No health concerns, nothing, Uh, you know, and I've seen her. She's a healthy person. She's, you know, she looks like she works out. She looks like she cares about stuff. And the heart just stopped, just stopped. And you see that kind of stuff. And and, uh, I have another friend who, uh, sister, went into the hospital completely healthy, and they're like, she's full of blood clots. You know, and you have to start to wonder what did we, what's the one thing we all did different in the last few years that would make it so? You have to start thinking, all right, do we tie it back to this? You know, I hate that we had, I hate that it's going to cause a debate. Why can't it just be like, I hope not, let's see?
2: Well, I know, you know, initially when people would go get it, the biggest mind haze for me was hearing people's reactions. You know, when you had to wait for your time to get the first round. Yeah. And – Or you hear people that got the flu shot.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I got really sick after, you know, and it happened uh, to me. I heard, uh, yeah, you. Yeah. Um, you get achy. You kind of, you know, on the shot, didn't know what to think. You know, yeah. and I came out of there and it was fine.
0: Yeah. It affects everybody. Shoulder
2: sore for I a had couple of days. Wild after that.
0: vertigo after my first COVID shot. I mean,. I never experienced it before. That's, I did after my second one. Uh, yeah, and you got was, yeah, saying, yeah, you had the second one. My second one didn't affect me. Well, the first one spun me around. I missed work the next day. I had I spun so hard I couldn't stand up. I I it was the only thing in my body that was different. I felt okay, except that I couldn't. There was no balance, none. I was just spinning. And I'm like, that's crazy because they said you know it might be it might affect you. So it got me that way. I had to lay flat like a starfish on my stomach. You know, in prison mode. Yeah, And just spin for hours, it felt like, all night long. It was brutal. It didn't hit me until I was about to go to sleep. And then it was just like, it, it wasn't slow spinning. We were flying around. And then I was fine. It was like remarkably over. But, you know, not, not to take away from the story, there's definitely people like, there are people like this all over out there. But the one thing Dr. Fixler said was, tell your friends, tell their listeners, tell everybody out there, the reason I want people to talk about this, go get CPR certified. And I'm—I immediately was like, I'm doing that. I'm not CPR certified. I am like Brady. I would be like that five-year-old that's on the news, going,
1: and "I saw it on TV, and
0: I knew to." Like I would make it up as I went along because I've seen it. I I think we've done it, it in junior it's high or something yeah, it's been with ages. that resurrection Annie. Anti- yeah, anti- resurrection Annie, anti- anti- whatever. Anti- what that's what do? it is coming back. <laughs> <as>. Resuscitation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that too. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's I wanna, Easter. I want to play it's with Easter. Resurrection Annie because you're right. She's dead. We're resurrecting. Exactly. We'll bring her back. Resurrection Annie is awesome. She rises again. Mm-hmm. We have our eggs afterwards. We chase bunnies. It's been eight years for me. I have think. you been certified or did you yeah, just I want play to around?
2: That, I did. Uh, we paired up with the um, training school and we did CPR classes here Training at the school for what? Um, for, to be a, uh EMT. Oh. When was that? And so they were doing the classes, and I went over there. Uh,
0: uh, it was like on a Thursday evening. Wow. And you did it or you just watched? Did it. Oh, I okay. mean, it, it? So you're got the you're certified. You haven't done it for a while, but you're certified. Yeah. Were oh, you I'm at sure. the and, I,
2: and then the last time, and before that was, you know, it's 15 years before that.
0: Yeah. I had never, to do it
2: before, you know, you were a uh, camp counselor. Yeah. You had to do I that. went
0: with Resurrection Annie, yeah. too, and uh, I think that was one of my favorite heart songs, by the way. Resurrection Annie! Oh <laughs> my God, so good!
2: You don't have to make out with the patient anymore, or the
0: the doll. It's Just compressions. Yeah, they do. They don't. Well, because most people don't, and that's me. I don't know when to blow in their mouth or when to start. You pumping. don't have to do that. Anymore. I know, but there are times you do. There, there are. That, it's for heart issues. You do that, but there are times when somebody's not breathing. You can do mouth to mouth resuscitation. That's oh, still a thing. That- Uh, That's still a thing. You can do compression. I just take a
2: pen and stick it in the stomach. Yeah,
0: that's the best thing to do is break a a branch off a tree and try to open them up. Stomas are the fastest way to success, I think. (laughs) You go right to that. Right this hole right here. trachem. Tracheotomy. Homemade. (laughs) Forget it. I saw that on TV, too. I could probably mimic what I saw on television. I would kill someone. So I'm not going to sit back and say, "Ah, I've done it. I was like you. I was... 12 maybe, yeah. 13, when they let us play with the fake doll. And I yeah. didn't take it seriously. I didn't understand yeah. what a defibrillator does. Have you worked the defibrillator in our office? I have no idea what there's that is. There's one over there. Yeah, but, I mean, we've got one. But most people walk by and just feel like, oh, it's a safety measure just in case. Somebody will know what to do. That's my dumb brain. Somebody in here will know. But what if it's a weekend? What if it's me and Chris Kelly? And there's a good chance that dude's heart's going to stop any time uh, now. He looks terrible.
2: And the person that has, you know done all this, the uh, amateurs done all this training, how are they under pressure right? The actual-
0: well that's that's no matter how much training you've got, exactly. there's there's a the real test there's the- but I mean th- then you're just in a different ball game altogether that somebody has the training and then is a flake, but yeah so I mean if anything, and this 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 dude this Fixler family, I tell you man uh, we say it every time, unfortunately every time I, I am thanking him as he's taking away one of my beloved pets, because uh, I, I admire what he does It's something we as pet people love to have as that as an option to have that the comfort of when you inevitably have to do that with your dog at home. And his staff is so great and his wife's come by and they've done. And every time I shake hands with him, he goes, I'd love to have a beer with you under different circumstances. I'm like, we have to and we never have. We always talk about it. He's such a nice guy and I've chatted with him back and forth. But this is like mind blowing to me because these aren't, you know. You know, weird stuff happens. It's always been a thing where somebody's been like, "Oh my God, did you hear about Billy? His heart just stopped." And but most of the time, when the person that you hear that about, you're like, "Well, Billy was 180 pounds overweight, and people were." It's very rare that your your friend who doesn't have anything wrong just dies, drops dead in the middle of a chat. It'd be like if Brett just fell out of the chair right now. Like, what's going on? He has no health issues, no signs, no sweating, no nothing. Just dropped. Heart just said, "That's it." So no matter what the cause, and it will cause a thing on my emails, you can't start spewing this Joe Rogan garbage. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm saying, why can't we look into it without a fight? You're hearing more about it, it seems like. Why can't we look into stuff and go, maybe there's a correlation for some people. that, uh, And 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 we learn from that. You learn from having questions about stuff. That's the thing. None of it's 100%. Everybody's body's different. They said to us when we got the thing that thirty percent of it will be ineffective or do stuff like seventy percent success rate for approval seventy percent and that's not the normal approval but that's when they said we're pretty good seventy percent so far and then it got better as time went on but right off the bat we're taking shots and I took mine in April and May of twenty twenty one I mean that was right after it got invented I mean it was it was pretty much the vaccine was done in November of twenty twenty. And they just had to start getting it out to folks. So, you know, it's weird that that would happen. So, yeah, you don't want to say that. But they're, they're such good people, and that's a great message. And I, I it kind of hit me like, wow, that's a crazy thing. And even if it isn't related to that, the CPR message is still massive. And I don't, I'm not a big PSA guy or whatever. But this one, after having a couple of friends go through some very odd things and then have this news hit me, and it's been what we were, uh 55 days into the year, and I've had three friends pretty much drop dead for no reason that were fine yesterday. I mean, with the exception of one person that I've seen that had that happen where it's like, oh, well, their heart went into, you know, panic mode. But this, the, the one of one of the people I know is a kind of bigger human being. It's like, all right, and they're fine. But, uh, you know, my buddy having the stroke was zero signs of that at all. And sometimes that'll get you that way. Uh, but they can't find why it happened. He wasn't a high blood pressure guy. He was stress, maybe. But it just happened. No sign of it in his family. Nothing. And then, you know, so I even asked his doctor, I'm like, is this related? I'm not the tinfoil hat guy, but is this. And he goes, oh, we look into that every time. We have no signs. We have to start going, maybe this person's affected this way clotting and blood, brain bleeds and things like that. It's definitely different. So I don't want to cause a conspiracy, but I do think no matter what's going on, it's going on around me. And I need to go get the CPR training, and I think that would be something that at least if this show does any good ever, that's a pretty good message. And it's not from me. It's from Dr. Fixler. So it's just me passing on my stupidity. Let's not sit back and say somebody will know what to do anymore. I think even with you having some training years ago, are you comfortable? Would I feel like, oh, yeah, yeah,
2: I'm going to save his life. Are
0: you comfortable grabbing that defibrillator off the wall and going, I got this?
2: No, but if I have no. to, yeah, I'm not comfortable with Because no. I never, you know, we did it in that class. They show you, you know, right. A, B, it's color-coded. You put it yeah. in there, but, but the, um, the we figured out how long it would it take. And, you know, right. the most important thing you're saying, it, when in doubt, keep compressing. Sure. Keep compressing. And, and the, the key and, to CPR. And then tell the professional, it's, you know, the key is not to do any, keep, just yep. the compression so important. Because f- when the EMTs finally come or, right. you know, you can... Save a person for 10 or 15 minutes. That's all it
0: takes. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. The whole key to the training is to say, I'm comfortable using all this stuff. Yeah. And maybe I'm going to be nervous, but I'm comfortable knowing that I, that I have that knowledge. I'm not guessing. I would be guessing the entire time. I don't know if you would, too. I'd be guessing the entire time. Like, oh, yeah. I think I know what I'm doing.
1: Somebody said the new defibrillators actually, like, they talk have, you through they it. They tell you Like, stuff. yeah, right. so. Yeah. But I watched a
0: thing on Channel 3's news one morning where they're like, here's how the new defibrillators work. And they let the girls do it, and it would say. Why She goes, "I didn't understand him, and now she's in a panic. Other people might be talking, right. Barking and, and out so stuff." The doctor was like, "Well, he said take the." So she puts the defibrillators on the guy's chest, and he goes, "You got to take the stickies off." She was going to melt this stuff onto him. <laughs> and it's okay. like, there's a there's a little, and it's little things like that that the training would be like. I don't know if this is necessary. I wouldn't know. So just <laughs> you're selling a dummy, but I'm a dummy. And the first thing I admit is being a dummy. If Toledo dropped dead, well, not him as an example, but if somebody that we love dropped dead in the kitchen or something like that, I'm not comfortable grabbing that. My hope is somebody knows what they're doing. You know, I would probably run. And I would call Toledo's father immediately and say, you're off the hook. You're good. You can come out of hiding now. He lasted a lot longer than I thought. I know. It's been 50-plus years that you've been... Don't worry. Get, live the last couple of years of your life in freedom. He's gone. But, yeah, I, I, I firmly believe that that's uh, something we should all probably think about. But Take Bobby, that
2: off the 20-year uh, list that you have. You know, uh, CPR training. <laughs> right. Basic will.
0: i got to get my will together. Yeah, yeah
2: I'm I mean, watching all my
0: friends <laughs> drop dead and people just falling out. I'm like, all right, I better get some stuff together. Bobby Treadwell and Will Graham. And we need to have those people spotlit because that's pretty heroic to... Wander into that. And school nurses and stuff, which is, I didn't know that they were actual, I always thought the school nurse was just a lady who couldn't find a job or a housewife that was bored gave you aspirin and told you to go take a nap. Every time I went into the school nurse, I'm like, I got a stick through my chest. Here's some aspirin. Take a nap. Oh. I'm dying. I have a hole in my neck. What about the stick? Brady tried to give me a tracheotomy. What about Here's some aspirin. Put stuff it in your new hole and take a nap. Naps and aspirin. That's all she ever did. That's the old joke we used to make in school. Like, uh, All you wanted was that lady to go, you're too sick to be here. Call your mom. But sometimes she'd go in there and go, I don't feel good at all. And she'd give you the cruddy aspirin that melted in your mouth before you could even get water. It was that like garbage. Stung your tongue and then lay there sick in another room with another kid who looked just like you. Going, I don't feel good either. You know, we're making each other worse.
2: That was an attempt to keep you out of the, going back to the I'm sick again.
0: Well, yeah. Well, I didn't, don't want you to. I didn't fool with that because yeah. even as a kid, I'm like, I don't want to sit in the room with the other sick kids. I never faked it because I also knew it was just better to just get through the day.
2: I just remember walking in and like picking up Kirby early from class one or two times, and you look over there and you see the bullpen. <laughs> oh, it's three not
0: true. Yeah, I'm feeling A well. bunch, of, bunch of clammy <laughs> kids, <on>
1: the...
0: <laughs> miserable and sad. I have uh, well, Jill downstairs, her kid. Every day, the nurse would call on that little Russian boy that she's got. Mom, I don't feel good. Leave your job. (laughs) I laugh every time I think of woman with job. Leave your job and come pick me up make sandwiches because
1: I'm not well. Maybe he's the one that did our uh, Facebook account.
0: Uh, Oh, my God. We have a little Russian. A plus, Ah, the Russian boy did it. I make a fake Facebook for fart man. He would make his jokes all day about farting, and he thinks he's funny. He makes fun of me. Woman I have internet access because of uh, daddy's work. Correct. You have your little job you go to? Tomorrow take day off from woman work, which no one will miss. He's got twenty seven <laughs> monitors. My favorite story about that kid's nurse once I was I was talking to Jill about business. We're having an actual conversation about some her phone rings, and she always lets me answer it. Hey, hello, how you doing? It's like oh no. What is it? And I'm like, How do you think it's going in Ukraine? I think we're winning. And he's, he's like, please give my mother the phone. <laughs> so I handed it over to her, and, and it was very important. That's why he wasn't playing with me that day. And uh, and he goes, hey, "I it's, uh, it's physical education, and I ran the, the track. I broke both legs. <laughs> like, what? Both legs are broken. I cannot walk. You have to come get me. You broke both your legs. Let me talk to the nurse. He's like, no, he's running. He didn't want to run anymore. His legs cramped up. And he's he telling everybody <laughs> he's his legs are broken. Broke. <laughs> I shot my legs running. <laughs> I've seen pictures of this kid, Jill Schoen. He is a specimen of a human being. Ripped, shredded, eight-pack, arms, guns. Since two. Cans. Since he was a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I've seen pictures of him as a baby in a diaper. What are you looking at? He's got a beer and a vodka in his hand. He's like two years old. Sick, ripped, zero, uh, like, uh, he doesn't get up or do a thing. Can't run, can't walk, doesn't play sports, nothing. Shredded. He's a, he has been sent here by the Russians to do some damage. And I don't know when he's... He just probably, when nobody's home, just does pull-ups, push-ups all day long. But he is ripped. Oh, I break both my legs. You need to leave girl work. Why don't you call your father? Because he has had an important job for a man. Jill, tell Drago to calm down. You don't drag a man from his work. that is his essence. You take the woman who pretends to have things to do in the day and you make her pick up her boy. Be a good mom now. But yeah, that kid, the school nursing it to death. I don't know. School nurse calling, saying I, you can tell when a kid has a broken leg or not. He just got tired of running. He laid down and said his legs were broken. <laughs> he just quit. My legs are broken. There is nothing we can do. You have uh, you have to come pick me up because they are both shattered. And not enough milk is what the problem. You are again a bad mother. You
2: refuses to listen to a woman.
0: Right. I told you not not. Broken. Uh, Yeah, I don't understand the woman that's claiming to have medical uh, knowledge telling me that my legs are not broken. I'm a man. I was born with more knowledge than her. So she comes and says, your legs are not broken. I said, lady, please. Uh, you go sit in the corner knit or do what women do. <laughs> but yeah, he he broke both his legs during the mile because he didn't feel like it. And the schooner's like, he's not. She picked him up, to her credit. She... I got to go. He's,
2: it's going to be all
0: day. She was trying to get the hell out of here. Well, and she ate, out. Yeah, and he, and again, he was right. You can leave the job. You, no one will know. And she, <laughs> I better get him. Because she knew all day the phone was going to ring. I'm telling you that there are hairline fractures. These nurses, first off, she is a woman. Second, a school nurse. If she was a real nurse, she'd work in hospital. Uh, so you can pick me up now. And, uh, and, a bone uh, fellow. Put down whatever it is you're cooking and uh, bring me some food. And uh, come drop your woman work. You're you're probably washing linen. (laughs) What do you mean you sell air? Of course, you're a woman. It was a useless product that you had put in it. It's ridiculous.
2: No vodka in the nurse's (laughs) (laughs)
0: quarters. You want me to call dad at his work? How dare you strip a man from his being? But yeah, so school nurses, evidently, I was wrong about you too, so I apologize. To the school nurses, I still have the questions that the Russian boy has. If you're a good nurse, what are you doing in a school? Why do you want to? I don't want to deal with that. But go be a nurse in a like a real place. I mean, even at a doctor's office, just be the person that walks me back to the room I'm going to be in and stuff a tongue depressor in my mouth. Job done. But why do you want to hang out with a bunch of kids lying? But now you know they're necessary, super necessary. So it's time that I drop my stigma on the school nurse. I still have it, but it's you know a little bit fixed a little bit more than it was. And I'm so happy for Alicia and the Fixler family that that tragedy was uh, completely deflected.
2: One of the things you don't realize, too, on the school nurses, the stuff that they have to do throughout the day, like the kids have to come in
0: for their medication. Really, please. Oh, now, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't have to do anything. They are women. (laughs) We could figure it out without them. They just, they store it for us, which is a good job. But you're right, like you got to get this kid's mental Jeez. depression stuff, yep. his anxiety medicine, Adderalls going this way you got shots this kid has to take because he's got bad gut health and God knows what they're doing. Chiba or <laughs> yeah some kid's <laughs> got a CBD up or he'll lose his mind. <laughs> this kid you got to keep his AR15 in a locker. It's like all the stuff the kids bring to school you have to hold on to. So yeah, it's uh you know laughable Brett, you and I should do that. I don't trust you either, and I might drop dead in front of you. I got that Moderna shot. What if I drop? Both dead? did. Would you be able to? We're over there, you know, hanging out in the kitchen doing our thing. Would you be able to zap me back home?
1: Uh No. All right, uh, we're I going. Well, that class. defibrillator thing talks. So as long as it doesn't sound like the uh, EAS <laughs> test thing. <laughs> 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 you, turn the down pulley. Put the face on the nuts. Yeah. Put it on their nuts. <laughs> all right.
0: Do what it. Is- oh, my nuts. I would sprained my ankle! This thing says to do it! I just going to ask him this a second time! Boop, boop! My nuts! Boop, <laughs> Blow him! Blow him? What? I'm out! And repeat, repeat. I'm just gonna blow the
1: I'm not doing that. He's I'd re- down in the hall of the KDKB yeah. studio. Yeah. Uh, we got a problem in the kitchen. <laughs> Dustin, somebody's down and the machine's saying to do
0: horrible things. <laughs> Insert paddles. <laughs> right. I don't try. I don't even care that it talks. I want to have confidence going that when I reach for that box, the instructions are just back up for what I already know. I don't want that thing teaching me how to no. jump start somebody's
1: heart. I think every year they Susie puts out that email that yeah, they're doing some I kind of training, it. so.
0: And you know why I haven't. Because I'm like, uh, Paul Marshall's going to be there. And there's going to be a bunch of jokes and dumb people. Yeah. But I'm not interested. <laughs> oh god! Half a KDKB will be down there, and I mean, ugh, we got half a naked body on the ground. They're going to lose their minds. <laughs> oh! I would bang that half a torso. Would you stop, <laughs> for fine? Doesn't even have a butthole. What are you doing? <laughs> Still got a mouth. Got no arms. It's just an <laughs> upper body. You perverts. You're all oh,
2: perverts. Rick, Annie is just. A <laughs> You're
0: turning me into my dad. Ew, these twinks can't get enough of a half clothed man. Half a half clothed man. <laughs> anyway, so that's why I haven't gone. Is I don't want to deal with the people. I don't know who's going to show up. My social anxiety kicks, and like, I'll just do it myself. And I haven't. I had a promo kids it's will show take, up. Oh, those, take a look
2: at the bag uh, in look. the in the kitchen.
0: There's another thing. I don't want the promo kids learning it because let's say I drop dead and one of those promo weirdos we got wandering around here covered in weed and dirt, and then they save my life and I'm, again, I gotta love them forever. Good Christ, just let me die. I gotta, they'll try oh. the mouth to mouth oh, like and get like herpes and stuff around your mouth. Right oh. in <laughs> I'll get their herpes. I'll get yeah. whatever warts that they've got on their hands. If McGill started to try to save my life, I would come back to life just to tell him to let me die. <laughs> I hope my heart would beat one last time, so I get a little oxygen in the brain. Just let me die, McGill. Stop touching me. <laughs> Watching McGill wander around, he was dressed like Guy Fieri yesterday, talking to Brett. I'm like, why are you dressed like Fieri? He's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, that wasn't funny. It was a real shot, <laughs> McGill. And another one. Which one? Well, all the, all the weeds. Narrow it down. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> my man over here. I like them doing their job. I don't need their paws on me. You got to do mouth (laughs) to mouth. Here we go, bro. No, let me die. Put the vape in his mouth and all compress. Oh, man. (sighs) This dude eats good food. I can taste it in his mouth. (sighs) This ought to numb you up a little bit. I don't need that. I've seen these people. There's certain people I don't want touching me. They shouldn't do it. Go get help. That's what they should teach the weirdos. McGill, your whole crew. If Holmberg drops... Go get help. <laughs> we can We're gonna do gonna it. run to the
1: KDKV <laughs> studio. We can then. do it. That's
0: fine. That's, I'd rather make out with Dustin for five minutes than McGill. Anything over that line, you're not responsible <laughs> right. for. Once you cross the bridge. You know I'm in trouble with like, McGill. Go get Dustin. <laughs> I need Dustin to hold me and touch me a lot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but learn cpr the basic message done with a little tongue-in-cheek which is the way kdkb does it. <laughs> tongue in your cheek and i'm not talking about your face yeah Mo and the gang over there i mean izzy would let me die in a heartbeat there's oh, no yeah. question she'd just stand oh no the last somebody <laughs> do something let me rush to find someone to help you i'll be back she'd forget halfway on the stairs hey bad what's going on and then i just hear that's the last conversation i hear is her flippantly not looking for anyone well, it would be cool Did you see in the background of the TikTok. <laughs> That's true. There you are laid yeah, I would on probably the be a yeah, KDKB viral video. Hey, he's dead. Ding dong. The dick is dead. The dick is dead. <laughs> but the uh, um, I want a CPR class where I get to pick and choose the people that I want to save me to learn CPR. An acceptable group of hands. You're
2: going to have to get a private <laughs> CPR class. Yeah, i get class. a private
0: CPR class. I'll pay extra for it. A private CPR class where I'm like, <laughs> look. You're the only people I trust to touch me and save my life. And McGill would come and go, hey, I'm late, hey, let's go sorry I'm late for the CPR class. This is a private. This is a VIP high-end. You can't afford this CPR class. They're free. Not this one. It's you're free to go. I don't want McGill saving my life. (laughs) Then you got McGill and you gotta be McGill's butler and then I'm at Applebee's with two for Tuesday night because that's his you just take me to dinner and make it good to me. Oh, Christ. Riplets aren't that expensive. McGill and his whole family. And I'm like, why are you still going to ask why you're dressed like Guy Fieri? Guy You're a good one. No, I'm serious, McGill. You're dressed like Fieri. You don't want me saving you, man? I'm good. I'll, I'll, I'll roll I'm the good, dice. Bro. I'll roll the dice. I've lived a nice long life. That's what I think. But yeah, learn the learn it because it is a big deal, and a lot of people are emailing going, "Thank you for saying that." And we're doing it with the jokes, but it's very real.
3: A lot of them are saying for for you not to worry. You don't put mouths on people anymore. I know that's yeah. what Brady
0: said, but I did. But there are certain circumstances but where you, they oh, they, give, they have that they thing. That that's topic. what you're talking yeah. about, yeah. okay? Because I know that you have to sometimes breathe air into them.
3: But a lot of the EMTs that are texting in, yeah. are saying it's it's. Uh, I think one of them said it's CCR now, not the band. Oh jeez. <laughs> I don't he, want Creighton saving me either. But uh, so goes, CCR, where all you got to do is start doing impress. the compressions to, to another one bites the dust or staying yeah. alive. Staying so alive. Staying alive.
0: alive. Yeah. yeah. He goes,
3: do it to the point where you feel like you're going to break a rib because that means you're doing it right. What
0: if it's and an old say, person? Turn like them into a mummy Break dust. their ribs. No yep. way. I'm they say, like, uh-huh. uh, is They're going to they get rib, sued. Screw that. It still saves their lives. Yeah. Well, that's why they do that. Like, I have that doctor friend, Carla, and she said, we have, like, people with... They're 92, and I have to go to their family and say, hey, when we do this procedure, there's a, pan- a chance they'll pass. Do you want us to resuscitate? And they're like, absolutely. And she goes, I have to tell you, if I attempt to resuscitate your grandmother, I'm going to smash her rib cage. She, she there's can't, a potential. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to blow her up. She's going to turn into dust. Do you want me to resuscitate? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. And she goes, they just don't understand. They they want to save their grandma, but I will, that will turn them into dust. <laughs> Carla's hilarious. I'll dust them. I'll make them dust people. You should have said no. You shouldn't have killed my grandma. She's ninety two. She's she done.
3: I could push on her with a finger.
0: Right? Yeah, that's the thing. They're fragile. So make sure that you've got to figure out. Again, I don't know when to do the breathing thing and when to put the tube in their throat. And when to do it. that's all stuff they show you.
3: Apparently, they're telling you as long as you start the compressions. Yeah, I get the compressions,
0: but even then, I'm like, just do that. Man. To, Hands in leave leave the wrong spot. Did I? Am I making them puke? Yeah,
3: but the EMTs will be there soon enough as long as you keep the compressions. You're breaking. Going?
0: You're breaking my rule. I don't have training. I'm not going to mm-hmm. listen to you tell me how to do it. Oh, I'm, I'm let, not yeah. telling
3: you any kind of training. I'm just somebody else show what they're me
0: they're and actually. The only time I actually believe professionals need to exist is with medicine. If you're
2: compressing and you're seeing snot bubbles come out of their nose, too hard.
0: (laughs) Right. See, again, you seem to think you know. I have. I'm not listening to you. You're a school nurse to me. Give me aspirin and tell me to take a nap. Yeah. The last thing somebody dying needs to say, Brady, what you told me wasn't right. I don't know what I'm doing. The guy said, "Please go get Dustin." (laughs) So just Ah, let me go. CPR. It's wildly important, and I'm an idiot, so I need to. I need to get on this situation. You know, every day I live without having done CPR, I'm just tempting fate. I'm 50 and a half now, and uh, I've never had to do it. So the odds are I'm getting, like, my time has got to be coming up here soon. Plus, I'm hanging out with a bunch of old, unhealthy people. And
3: well, yeah, and everybody your age is golfing. your and trip are today.
0: going. Anthony. He, he doesn't look so great. You're not going to pound down Tripp's chest? <laughs> I'll try to save Tripp. Are you kidding me? I'll do everything I can to save that guy.
1: Bring Paul Marshall with you. No. Sure he knows. No, <laughs> I'm sure he knows. <laughs> you just ask him. I'll we'll tell you.
2: Compress him for about three minutes, and then we don't want to hold up golf. Yeah, no, know. You're
0: kidding. Because you get mad. Just gonna, the green's yeah, exactly. open. Put him in the woods. You're going to start yelling. The, the green's trip. open. Chief. Hurry the f*** <laughs> up. Save that guy's life. <laughs> I'm lying, too, on a Five. I got an albatross I'm looking at here, ass
3: face. Look who's selfish down That's there. That's
0: good, right? <gasps> Real good. Ridiculous, in fact.
3: I've crushed my second shot, and then Tripp gets all
0: selfish and drops dead. Compress him. You can't t- I don't want that either. Tell oh, by the way I use my walk. I'm a warmest man. No time to talk. Brady's getting the ah, lyrics ah, wrong. Ah, ah. Keeping <laughs> alive. Keeping alive. Oh, for Christ's sake, he doesn't know the words to this. Yeah, I don't want Brady singing staying alive and pumping my chest. Go get Go get Dustin. But there's so much blood. Sure, hurry up. Now. I can do it. No. If I want it, if I want that song sung to me, I want it done authentically. <laughs> Bring me a guy. <laughs> I want a beautiful voice. I don't want I don't want Brady's voice humming songs to me. Yep, <laughs> yep, look it out my back door. What is that one? CCR? <laughs> I'm doing CCR. Oh, no. He's confused. <laughs> he didn't know the words to that either. Go get dusted. Anyway, CPR training. I need to do it. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today?
1: All right, time for the Wake Up Song. Of course, it's brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Snowball got uh, 12 inches in the last 24 hours. Crazy. Yeah, so uh, if you're thinking about heading up there, I guess the 17 is still open, so you can make it up. But uh, <laughs> head on over to Action <laughs> Ride Shop. Good once you hit <laughs> Runspark. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's done. It's closed. <laughs> But uh, head on over to Action Ride Shop. Get all your gear. Got everything you need to make your snow trip complete. <laughs> well, and if you can't make it up there, the hell with it. Hit the yeah, trails. Second one, you get a pretty bike. appropriate right. for the conversation.
0: Bodies. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you. Like if you, they close the. Uh, that's the best part about
1: Arizona. They close the parts that you want to go to play in the snow. Right.
0: Couldn't be better this weekend
1: to goof around on uh, trails and bikes. Right. So act- we live in a perfect place. Yeah, ActionRideshop.com or just go visit them over there in Gilbert Road and Southern. They'll take care of you. There you go. Uh, on the list: Five Finger Death Punch, uh, "Drowning Pool Bodies," Shaggy, "It Wasn't Me" for the AI, uh, Offspring, "The Kids Aren't All Right" from our earlier uh, yeah. topic. Screw them. The real me from the Who, for your uh, <laughs> oh, Facebook from account. My fake- yeah. <laughs> What's the real me? Do I know that one? Is that a yeah, That's not a popular Who that. song, is it? Uh, is it good, the I H, H- U Who or the H no, W H O no, Who? who. Not like the, the original Roger, roger da- Daltrey, da- no, no,
0: you guys. Uh, okay, the Daltrey who? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. You make me not want to get CPR.
3: <laughs> also, I don't want to listen to that <laughs> song now,
1: <laughs> unless Brady's doing it while he's compressing you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Avatar, Judas Priest, the Foo Fighters, the Pretender for your Facebook page, yeah, uh, Megadeth, Kim Dracula, and Jonathan Davis. Yeah, Uh, I've been getting a request for that a lot. We've had a couple of them for it. I haven't heard it. I haven't either. You want to do it? Uh, I don't care. It's it's new, right? It has to be. Everybody's
0: losing their mind over this thing, and I'm getting tired. all right. Let's try it. Kim Dracula and Jonathan Davis from Corn doing their thing. A guy says, John, thank you for bringing up all the weird medical issues around you. I have no idea what it is. But the way we're not supposed to question anything or talk about it makes me wonder more than anything else. I don't want to be a conspiracy loony either. But the fact that no one will answer your questions without, like, oh, here we go. Like, why can't my questions just have, like, why is it that you're so sure of what you have, but you can't answer my question? People who are so positive that it's just conspiracy nonsense and it's just being, then give me a reason why I shouldn't think this way. Because I haven't heard a proper answer that makes me comfortable either direction.
3: Right. And what what I would say is that let's have the discussion as long as we're okay that it could be either answer. Like it could be horrible for some people, but it could be nothing. Right. But if that's, that's all, the I just, answer. Let's not. Start everybody with just conspiracy. so pol- they
0: politically dismiss you if you say, "Hey, mm-hmm. I think the vaccine might do this." Exactly. Oh God, here we go. You want I'm not a sheep, tinfoil hat, and do that. I'm like, no. Well, like, give me a reason why I'm wrong. I'm asking you. I'm telling you, I don't know a thing. Uh, tell me your reasons why it's oh, well, there's been no medical proof. I'm like, okay, but like, what are your reasons? That's spewing what you've read. Like, why are you so sure? Because I'm not. And I've watched it like a few times now where I can't help but think to myself, is there something going on? What's wrong with asking questions? But we're so tribalized and so politicized, you can't ask questions anymore. Anyway, let's do the who. And by the way, Toledo, I just got this email from Rhiannon, which made me laugh because you just started talking. says, I love your spiel uh, and your opinions about whatnot, John. I just want to make myself heard. Tell Toledo to STFU. His voice hurts me. It makes me (laughs) bark.
3: Is that paula wow. it's not, no it's somebody else it
0: says <laughs> new- it's not so much what he says it's just his voice it's awful makes me want to have seizures
3: oh Rihanna. love you Rhiannon. Rhiannon. thanks <laughs> yeah. for listening
0: yeah and then when he fakes like disdain for things it's absurd and it's obvious i just hate his voice i hate the sounds he makes vomit bleh <laughs> Rihanna. so you should email her a voice text
3: I would love to, but
0: they don't email It's like that answer. lady that used to have strokes. Boy's at it again. <laughs> it's uh, like when people used to have strokes. That, that guy used to have strokes to Mary Hart's voice on Entertainment Tonight. And he's like, I don't hate her, but her voice makes me have strokes. And he started to have sea- or seizures, not strokes, seizures. Oh, yeah. He started to have seizures in the 90s. He's <laughs> when Entertainment Tonight was on and he could hear her voice, it sparked something. Like, I can't have that voice in my life. <laughs> Hilarious. But Rhiannon just wanted to let you know that your last opinion fell on deaf ears. No matter how great it might have been, or if she agreed or not, whatever timber you have sends her a flutter. I think you two are in well, love. I hope
3: she's not driving. <laughs> she, she was fine.
0: He just secretly wished her into a, a you know extension or a, a gore point.
2: She was fine before the vaccine.
0: That's right. She used Didn't to be able to tolerate Toledo, you know. but the vaccine made her sensible. <laughs> <laughs> your boys at it again. All right, who's playing the Who? Do you have it? I got it. I just right. got it down. The right. Or what are we playing? No, the, no, the, the Jonathan Davis one, Yeah, are we doing? Uh, we don't have that in the system. We don't. yet. Okay. I don't know if it's uh
3: must not uh, meet the approval of Larry yet. Dirty or something.
0: Well, we'll figure that out. We'll figure out. But Dio approval. does. Yeah. Damn it, twisted sister! <laughs> I heard you yell that
1: this morning. <laughs> yeah. right, yep. Screamed
0: Dio. <laughs> 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 it's just a rainbow in the
1: night. It was a warning. Oh yeah. yeah. Just stay Everybody, out of the studio Dio! for now.
3: Dio's here. <laughs>
0: All right, you got it. Yeah. All right, let's do it. It's Jonathan Davis and Kim Dracula.
1: What's the name of the song? Uh, Seventy Thorns or something. Yeah, okay. Seventy
3: yeah. Thorns. It's her with song him, with Jonathan Davis. Him, yeah. All right. I don't I know don't who know Kim Dracula is. is. I don't think. Don't
0: so. know it. All right, but I've been getting a ton of emails about this, so let's see if uh, Jonathan Davis has uh, stumbled across someone who's brilliant. Kim Dracula uh, already kind of the busy. daughter of Count Dracula. That's right. Counts uh, finally. So, well, I think it's granddaughter after it's like a. <laughs> The way Riley Keogh is doing stuff now as Elvis's granddaughter, she's singing now. It's the same. Kim uh, had her uh, her mother was Lisa Marie Dracula, and then now Kim I just Dracula. I don't know that. That's right. Yeah, well, so I follow them on Instagram. I have a new page. Hey, it's not weird. Not it's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard I have enough of this. You, You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite,